This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with the man who really needs no introduction, but uh, of course we're going to introduce him anyway. Lee Majors, uh, you know, so many people grew up with him uh, and got into action because of Lee Majors, whether it was on TV or in films, and uh, just absolutely a a wonderful, wonderful get. I'm thrilled to talk to him for the first time. And uh, and today we're we're talking about Nick Moran, and uh, he, uh, he, he stars the Lee major stars action action-packed renegades and it's in theaters starting today and it's on demand and and digital uh starting on de- december 6th so let me without further ado bring in the wonderful lee majors lee how are you i am great great thank you frank you know i was just up in long island I, uh, not long ago i did a comic con up in that area and i had a long list of long line of people yeah. came came to it and got to sign uh, photos with them and take pictures and stuff. And a lovely, lovely time up there. Uh, Lee, I, I got to imagine everywhere you go, wherever the con- Comic Con are, uh, that the the people are going to follow. So many people, uh, uh, you know, grew up with you, and and pop culture has exploded. I mean, let's face it, uh, every uh, everyone knows you, and everyone knows your work in the past, and there has to be a good feeling. I, I would imagine looking back, and you got to be proud of being uh, such a big part of the pop culture universe. Well, I have to say I was pretty lucky when I started uh, at a young age and, and got that audition and, and the, the role in the Big Valley, uh, which started out. Which now, I believe it or not, still runs today. Yeah. Uh, somewhere every day on Me TV or something. And of course, none of the actors get any pay or any residuals from those shows that were done so long ago. It's terrible. All the ones in yeah. white. And of course, ours was one of the first in color back there in about 1964. So uh, if I I had gotten some residuals that's still running today, I wouldn't be talking to you, Frank. I'd be (laughs) on my own island somewhere with a margarita or something. Anyway, I got this this script sent to me by my friend, producer Jonathan Southcott, and his company, which is Shogun Films, I think they're going to be the number one film company for old-fashioned action movies. They're, um, that's a little hint of the Quentin Tarantino taste, you know. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my character is uh, there's a bunch of Green Berets, I would say there's six of us, and we meet in a bar behind, uh, in a room behind the bar that we go to, and it's kind of like sitting around an AA meeting, but it's, it's not. It's just about us talking about our past, and if one of the guys has a problem, we try to help them, and... Uh, so forth. Well, my daughter is starting to be harassed. She's running for office, uh, and the uh, local syndicate uh, bad guys, uh, cocaine ring, doesn't want her to 
they tried to shut her up, and so they're threatening her, and I, I kind of go take, pay a visit with the big guy, the big boss, and didn't go over too well with the big boss, and uh, so my demise is rather soon, but the rest of them take the rest of the movie to uh, avenge my death uh, and uh, and help my daughter. So with a great cast, we had, you know, we're there in England and London where we shot it, uh, Nick Moran and... Ian Ogilvy and Patsy Kendrick and Janine Suscott and Danny Trejo. When he walks into a room, uh, he he gets your attention. Yeah, he's such a sweet, sweet guy. People would be people look like, look at him and they get nervous. But I found him to be very charming. I've known him for quite a while. And this director Daniel Zarilli, boy, he is fantastic. So anyway, I'm just so happy the movie's coming out because when I was over there to do this, it's not been it's not been recent. I was locked down in the hotel for five days uh, before I could clear to uh, film during the pandemic thing. Mm. So, uh, but it, I'm certainly happy it's finally coming out in select theaters uh, this coming week and on demand next Tuesday on all platforms, uh, Apple TV and Prime Video and such. So, but anyway, I enjoyed doing it and I uh, hope that people will get out and take a look at it. Yeah, well, listen, I certainly will be, I, not today, but tomorrow. I, do you have a ritual, like when a, a film first comes out? I mean, do you kind of sneak into a theater and, and try to watch the uh, audience reaction? Uh, do you do that, or is it already kind of, uh, you know, um, <laughs> like past uh, that, you're, you're uh, beyond that? Uh, or, or do you try to sneak into yeah, a theater no, I, every once I, in a while? I, I, I kind of got beyond that way way back. <laughs> and... Uh, there's still a film like I, that, that came out uh, not long ago. Uh, it's, it, I think it's still on Roku called The Shipment, uh, and uh, I, I have not seen it yet. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just got tired of uh, looking at myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, uh, people don't get tired of looking at you. That's the main thing. I, is there I, haven't a- this, I, haven't, I haven't seen this film yet either. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I know the script, and I, and I know the characters, and I know that they did a hell of a heck of a job. So is, it, is there a movie or a show in your past that uh, that for whatever reason just kind of got uh, you know that you feel it should have been much bigger? And for whatever reason, it's just uh, it, it just didn't get the attention that you wanted. Is, is there a, a specific film that you could point to and just say, "Geez, I wish more people would have paid attention to the, my work in this film"? Is there anything like that? Um, you know, there are several that I, I wish people had watched. Uh, of course, one, you know, a lot of people aren't uh, aren't into let's say uh, religion and so forth, but. I did a movie called uh, Do You Believe? And uh, I thought it was a wonderful movie, and uh, everybody that did watch it, uh, they, they just loved the movie. Sybil Shepherd played my, played, my, played my wife, and they had a great cast in that movie. So anyway, um, and there's probably been a few more back there, but hey, they are what they are, and uh, I, I just love to work, you know? And I, I haven't passed many jobs up, that's for sure. Mm. So I just got another one from my friend in London, um, Shogun Films there. And, and this one they sent me yesterday, it's called The Reckoning. I have not even read it yet, but I'm sure I'll do it. But he, he did give me a hint that I'm playing a, 
a very bad guy, a villain for a change. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to changing it up. I don't think I've played many villains in my life. Yeah, you're usually the good guy, you know. Um, listen, yeah. whether it's the fall guy or the $6 million the man in the Big Valley, you're, you're usually the good guy. I am. I mean, all those shows were family fair where the kids could sit down with their parents, you know, especially the $6 million man. You know, the, the kids would sit down, and even the parents loved the show. So uh, I'm proud of the shows that I've done and that, uh, that, that the whole family could, could watch together. Yeah, I, I I've got to believe again. I'm I'm a big, uh, and I have a big interest in the history of pop culture, and and it just took off in the in the '70s, and uh, and the appreciation for the '70s shows, uh, everything, meaning the dolls and the merchandise that was behind it. Uh, it you know, so when you, we got into the '90s, people started looking at it nostalgically, and you know, I'm sure there's six million dollar man. Uh, action figures or whatever on the uh you know on ebay right now uh, going for all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of money and things like that and i've never yeah, gotten into I, collecting uh, and things like that but i'm fascinated by it yeah when i go to the comic cons there's a lineup of people i mean they come in with six and seven uh different you know things to, to sign even the, the action figures to the little rock answers to Whatever it is, they even have a Bigfoot doll now, I think, an action figure. So uh, the beat goes on. You know, it's kind of like the Star Trek. They have their they have their fans, Star Trek people. And I think Six Mail is uh, very interesting because coming out of the 60s, which was all mostly Westerns, this was one of the first... Uh, you know, it was called Cyborg the Book is what it was from, but it was the first one into this kind of technology. And the opening credits uh, that you see, which are really pretty damn good, uh, they ran $50,000 at that time to do that, just that. So a lot of time and effort was put into this show, and uh, it shows, and uh, it's held up very well, very well. We were way before its time because now, you know, uh, it started people thinking about prosthetics and and thank god for the, right. for the for the advancement of sets that we have for our wounded people coming back from wars and stuff that are able to put on a bionic leg or a leg you know all of these things they even have a bionic eye now they're talking about yeah and i've seen the hands work and i've seen the arms work uh and it's amazing yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, we'd need a whole show to talk about that. That's fascinating. Uh, yeah. congrats, congratulations not only on Renegades, but on a ma an amazing career. Uh, love talking to you, uh, Lee. Maybe we can get something set up for a longer period of time. Congratulations on everything. Oh, well, thank you so much. You have a blessed day, my friend. You too. Renegades, everyone, in theaters today. And uh, Lee Majors. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, the $6 million man. Well, one of the things, if I had a little more time with him, he he touched on it. Uh, the $6 million man, uh, it, you know, is where we were introduced to the idea of bionics, you know, being the bionic man or whatever. And, you know, I just said to somebody recently, I just got some uh, uh, t uh, tooth uh, implants, um, two tooth uh, uh, teeth implants, I should say. And, uh, you know, I said, I, I, I want to, while I'm young enough, I want to become bionic. Anything that I've lost over the years, I want to get it 
in now, and I use the term bionic, but uh, I, I probably would have never heard the term bionic if it wasn't for um, the $6 million man. Not that I was a big $6 million man guy, but uh, what a career he put together. Um, Lee Majors, thrilled to have him. Uh, uh, Frank McKay here signing off. Lee Majors has been our very special guest. Name of his movie is Renegades. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our weekly edition of Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons. And of course, the great Vicki Schneps is here to give us uh, the report we've all been waiting for. And again, uh, things don't end on Labor Day. Uh, things are always going on on the East End, and who better to tell us than the, the queen of all media, Vicki Schnapps. Vicki, how are you? Well, I'm fine, and Dan's Papers is rocking and rolling through this wonderful holiday season. You know, Frank, uh, we have holiday. It just makes every town, every village sparkle with lights, with um, wonderful ribbons and trees. It's almost like a going to a party in the park by having every town lit up. The stores have these fabulous displays, and the, each little ha- store is lit up with the lights that just make you smile, Frank. I don't know if you feel that way, but wherever I go, there's such joy in the air and, and really the the brightness. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a light person, but I just can't get over the oh, sparkling way the streets are, right? Yeah, I do. And, you know, it's, it's, it's voluntary. I mean, think about it. It's just people deciding to show their joy. Uh, on their own, and uh, you know, I mean, there people encourage them, I'm sure, but for the most part, it, it's just society uh, wrapping themselves around a holiday, which is just wonderful. Well, you know, one of the things that Dance Papers is doing this uh, particular season now is doing what we call giving issues, and that is for you know, I don't know about you, but my mailbox gets filled with all these appeals for funds from causes around the globe. And I feel it is so critical that we each support the local causes that no doubt. do good day in and day out in our communities. So we've created a special section where each of these nonprofits can tell a story about what they do and ask you to give to them and be generous at this end of year. You know, why give it to Uncle Sam when you can give it to a great cause? That's right. I'd rather pay the, you know, rather pay it in taxes. I'd rather pay it forward by giving it to some of these great organizations that serve the community all year long. So keep an eye open for Dance Papers and DancePapers.com to learn about some of the wonderful organizations. But in the meantime, Frank, I am thrilled to tell our listeners that Dan Matina, the founder of Dan's, got rained out last week 
uh, in East Hampton. He was going to helicopter into the park ah, that's in right, East Wayne. Hampton. And lucky everybody on this listening, well, Dan is going to appear out of the East Hampton Village helicopter. <laughs> Thank goodness for uh, the wonderful East Hampton Village mayor, Jerry Lawson. He is a spectacular, forward-thinking mayor who is making things happen for the community. And so he has arranged with my Dan to get into a helicopter over at the East Hampton Airport, and he's going to fly over the East Hampton town and is going to actually land right there in the beautiful park where we all play the, uh, it's called Herrick Park, we all play the artists and writers game in the summer where President Clinton throws out the balls and calls the strikes and and that Herrick Park is going to be the site where Dan is coming in a helicopter. So they're going to hold back the crowds to keep them safe so nobody gets caught off a bit in the blaze of the helicopter. But it's going to land in Herrick Park at noon, and then Dan is going to hopefully safely jump out in Santa Claus garb to greet the crowd of adults and children. Mostly, you know, I I think children get such glee about this holiday, and it doesn't make us all feel good to see kids laugh and, and, and just be joyous. So Dan is going to get on the East Hampton Village fire truck and they are going to drive with Dan in the front waving in his Santa Claus costume and you know he does have a beard but not quite as white as the one he'll be probably wearing (laughs) and with the lights flashing they are going to drive slowly greeting everybody in the town of East Hampton Village so it'll be a sight to behold and they're going to drive around Frank and then stop at the movie theater on Montauk Highway. Wow. And then he will elight. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but he will leave the fire truck <laughs> and he will go into the theater. They have about 250 seats available. They're going to be two movies. So there are two sessions. And he is going to greet the crowd and be able to take as many pictures as you like. We've got old Santa Claus, Dan wow. Bettina, from the founder of Dance Papers. And I spoke with him today, and he is so excited about the fact that he's doing this. I think he's really a kid at heart. <laughs> so I think, you know, it's the kids greeting the kids, but he's just a Santa Claus. So he's going to make believe he's an adult. <laughs> but, yeah. but I know the real, the real Dan. He's going to be really um, be there with great joy. And there'll be two movies shown, you know, Christmas uh, Story. And, uh, you know, what's so nice about this is that they bring back old movies. Yeah. I'm such a, you know, Turner Classic, you know, is one of my favorites. Me too. Because, you know, you can find those fabulous movies uh, that make you, you know, bring back to another world. And these, um, you know, they just wrote about the fact there aren't any stars anymore. Where are the stars in movies? But there they were. And right. they're going to be on the screen uh, in the wonderful East Hampton movie theater right there on Montauk Highway. So what a double... Double whammy. They're going to be able to have uh, uh, pictures and Santa in town, and what a dramatic way to enter on the helicopter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, dur- during the holiday season, my favorite, uh, you must all see the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker is kind of a tradition in our world being performed in the holiday season of, uh, you know, December. And we have a, I have a dear friend, Joe McNaughton, 
who works with dance papers, and she also has a ballet studio. They rehearse. They, they perform the first week, right this week coming, and then they rehearse starting January 1st for the next year. So we are so blessed to have the Peconic Ballet Theater, and they're going to be performing in my favorite, you know, West Hampton Beach, the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. is going to have the blessed traditional Nutcracker Suite performed. Mm. And I really love it, Frank, because you know it's local folks, the Peconic Ballet Theater. And there's nothing better than supporting your own local talent. And do we have talent? So that will be something of a tradition for people to come to the West Hampton Performing Arts Center. And that's going to be on December 10th and 11th. And, you know, they can, everybody listening can always look up dancepapers.com for any details about how to be able to get uh, tickets for the shows. But I suggest you call immediately and reserve your seat because that really is something not to be missed. The kids love the Nutcracker. I can almost hear it in my head. You know, it's, I've seen it so many mm-hmm. times that I hear the music. So it's it's really terrific. And then, you know, my, my one of my favorite places in the Hamptons is the Greek Orthodox Church in Southampton because Father Alex is such a community-minded person. And they're going to have a beautiful concert on December 10th of the youth choir. So, you know, it's a candlelight concert. Isn't that romantic? Yeah, I, I know there's that. something about candlelight that you sparkle with it. And so, you know, I think December 10th at 5 p.m. over there at the Greek church, you know, everybody's opening their doors to the public and making uh, people um, be uh, happy and, and be, uh, you know, just joyous. And that's why they say joy to the world, right? Yeah. Isn't that a beautiful song? So, you know, Frank, I don't know if you um, (laughs) know this, but this is really one for the books. In Montauk, to benefit the Montauk Food Pantry is a boat parade. Imagine that. Mm. They're going to have a parade of decorated boats. And Santa will be on one of the boats to greet everybody. And they're actually going to have a decorated boat contest. And that's going to be on December 10th. Right there down at the Yacht Club, you know, over in uh, Montauk. You know, I, I just love the creativity of people, don't you? How they're able to find ways to be able to bring joy and to bring something unique to the community. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, we no all question. know how great our community is, but, you know, that's really something that I just, um, I never heard of before, decorated boat contest in the winter. I mean, okay, in the summer, but there <laughs> they'll be in the winter. So they don't uh, stop for a moment. Yeah, I think boaters are... Um, especially in Montauk, where you've got the great fish industry going on. And what's better than a great lobster from uh, Montauk, right? I don't know if you uh, know how the president served lobster. Nobody's saying exactly where they came from. At the state dinner for the French president, he served lobster. And I'm hoping that they serve lobster from Montauk because the lobster, lobster Montauk um, dishes are, um, you know, their catch is always such a delicious treat for all of us. My office is on County Road 39, and right across the, the, this road is the Manor Lobster Inn. And, well, you want to get a great lobster? Go right over there. But if you want to see some boats, <laughs> the fishermen have turned their boats into holiday decorations. So I, I really love that. So we really have to have uh, no thing stops in the Hamptons. We have great things happening no matter what the season. So come on down and see and share in the joyousness of the holiday in December. Oh, Vicki, keep your thought. 
I'm going to take a quick break. You just mentioned a lot of legendary things. But Montauk Lobster, uh, Dan Matina, um, Father Alex. I mean, right there, that's a mouthful. I, I mean, this is these are legendary items of the Hamptons. And you can't. And, and by the way, Vicky Schneps as well. Uh, Frank McKay here. We're taking a quick break. We'll be back with more from Vicky Schneps and Dan's papers out and about and in Hamptons. We'll be back right after this. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Uh, more importantly, welcome back to Dan's Papers Out and About in the Hamptons. And our host of this segment each and every week is Vicki Schneps. She has 88 different news outlets and, uh, and growing and uh, you know she's got one for every key on the on the piano. How about that? Uh, I hope well, she doesn't get eighty-nine. We're gonna have trouble with that. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, we're gonna have trouble with that because I think as of the time this uh, airs, we may actually own another media outlet. So I'll keep you posted. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, that that's nice. Maybe we can get the piano people to add. Maybe they could try to keep up with you, and we'll try to get them to get an eighty-ninth key somewhere there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Vicky, welcome back. Thank you, Frank. I just, you know, we are so up on the Hamptons, and Dan's papers uh, is always in the thick of things. So, you know, for us to report to you what wonderful things are happening, uh, each one of you are stars by being there. I'm so fortunate. I, I feel blessed when I look out the window and I am out in the Hamptons with the beautiful light and the beautiful sun and the sunsets and the sunrises. It's almost like something out of the movies because the beauty is so um, spectacular. And, you know, with the holiday season, people think, oh, it's quite well. We have great things happening in the Hamptons over the holiday weeks. And, you know, coming up this weekend, I have some friends who are doing some great stuff. But, you know, I think one of the things I love to promote are the libraries in every single town. And the East Hampton Library this year is going to be doing one of my favorites, Dickens' Christmas Carol. Mm. And not only going to have somebody read it, but they're going to have everybody singing along. So, I, you know, I don't know. There's something about the, the kid in you that loves to sing uh, the beautiful um, sleigh ride songs and jingle bells. I was at a party last night. Uh, wonderful Joe and Mary Ann Matone have this holiday party over at the Columbus Club in Manhattan. And they have this opera singer and piano player. And they hand out sing-along sheets. First she sings with her magnificent voice. And then jingle bells, jingle bells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, it's uh, no matter how old you are, it's just a delight to have the, the feeling of the season and the beautiful songs. And, you know, one of the things I like to do, Frank, is to encourage people to buy gifts that come from special artists of the Hamptons. And there's going to be that opportunity at Ashton Hall in Southampton where the artisans on Saturday and Sunday are going to be selling their wares. And what's better than to be able to support art and have beautiful gifts that are unique, one of a kind, to give to your children? And I think that's something to um, really enjoy. But, you know, we are the North Fork and the South Fork. So I must share with you that my dear friend John Tibbetts owns North Fork Table over in Southold, Frank. And you know it's a two-Michelin-star restaurant Hmm. with a chef with that quality right there in Southold. And I love this that he's doing for the season, for the holidays. On December 10th and December 11th, he is going to have s'mores and port 
opportunities from 4 to 5 o'clock. So before the sun sets, I mean, it's almost setting at 4 o'clock, but guys, get over there. But he does have, you know, this wonderful uh, heat pit, but you can actually have my, – my kids are just in love with s'mores. I'm always searching out for graham crackers. It's not easy to find them. There are not that many on the shelves. I got a lot of marshmallows, but to find the graham crackers to make s'mores, that's, the that's hard part. not an easy task. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm uh, happy to hear that the North Fork Table, John's Restaurant, um, over in Southhold is going to be doing that the 10th and the 11th. So that should be great fun. You know, it really is a chance for you to have, um, to the children, Frank, they, they, they got it, that the kids can't have port. But guess what? They've got hot cocoa for the kids. So there's at least something for everyone. And then you go all the way down, you know, uh, onto uh, Riverhead on the North Fork. And at the Talmadge Farms, you can also sit on Santa's lap and take pictures. So that's another special kind of opportunity for you to have some fun. And I have a one-of-a-kind thing for the very first time in the history of the Hamptons at the Twin Talks Beer Company. They're going to have a, ready for this, a poor loser, poor loser, P A W. L-O-O-Z-A. It's the first anniversary. <laughs> They're going to have your dogs being celebrated ah, and photographed. And have, that, that's, that's what the poor is, P-A-W, yeah. not P-O-O-R, poor. Yeah, isn't that something? So I think that should be great fun. Yeah. And for all, all the kids who are ice skaters, um, one of the most beautiful estates is the Wolfer Wineries over, over there in Sacaponic. And, you know, we have, um, they are such a good family and give so much back to the community. And they're going to be offering ice skating. Uh, they created one of those portable ice rinks. And on the portable ice rink, you can skate. But if you don't have skates, you can rent skates. And, of course, you know, for the parents while they're watching their children, guess what they offer? It's the Walsall Winery, so they <laughs> offer a glass of wine. <laughs> I do you going to say hot cocoa, but, yeah, I guess wine is better. No, they have the, the wine going. But, you know, they are just such a um, another place that decorates so beautifully uh, that they really make it a special place to go to. Sometimes, you know, just to get, in the, get everybody in the car and take a ride, it's not that far. You know, I tell my friends in uh, Up Island that it's only an hour. You know, West Hampton Beach is very close. And, you know, this once you're out there, you kind of easily, there's no traffic this time of year. So it's a, it's a treat of all treats. And, you know, uh, in that vein, right down there in uh, Wernstock is a LTV Studios. And just a little, um, shall I say, uh, gossip hint, a gossip a tip. Chris Cuomo mm. is going to be recording his new TV show at the LTV Studios right there in Wainscott. So, you know, they also are going to, at the studios, have a lovely variety show on December 10th. Wow. So if you're watching that? local town with tap dancing, with jazz and hip-hop, December 10th from 2 to 3.30 over there at the LTV studios. So, you know, we're, we're hopping all the time. And, and on the North Fork, uh, they're trying to outdo Frank East Hampton. So <laughs> what they're doing in Kachog is they are going to also bring Santa. So if you can't get over to East Hampton on Saturday, you can get over to Kachog. They're going to be landing at the Kachog Firehouse, and then they're going to put Santa on a fire truck, and they're going to be going down 
through the Kutchog Library, through the town of Kutchog. Wow. So, you know, everybody's uh, doing wonderful things this holiday season. And I, you know, I'm so happy to be able to uh, bring people to the North Fork because the North Fork is on fire. There are so many exciting things happening. And, you know, one of my other friends, Joe Petroselli, runs the Long Island Aquarium with his family. And they have created a world-class aquarium. And what a better place to bring the kids. And under two, they're free. So, you know, there's a little bit of savings there. You know, with everybody spending so much on holidays, it's good to know that you can do some things that are free. I like to be able to promote things that are free. Yeah, me too. Right, right, because it really is not easy to find them and to have something for your whole family, and that costs, you know, an arm and a leg. But there's another place on the North Fork that um, is very, I mean, I never knew about this fact, but it's called the Custer Institute and Observatory. And they invite us all, us all I'm going to do this, on a Saturday night, you can go over there from dusk, which I hate to say is like at 4.30, Right. And maybe it's getting early. I don't know. We, it's it's like I Something's look out the window. On. I say, wait yeah. a second, uh, uh, it's night. But what? Are, oh no, it's only four yeah. <laughs> thirty. But at the cent- at the Custer Institute and Observatory, you can go and look at the stars. I'm a star person. I don't know how you are, but I am fascinated. I love, I, I love the, by stars. the stars. Yes, and they have a wonderful opportunity to teach you about the sky and what's in the planets and what's in those stars that you look at and who they are and what they are and the constellations. So you look into those telescopes, the very powerful telescopes. Who would think that right there they have that right there in Southold? So, you know, I'm learning so much by sharing this with you myself about things I never know. I never knew. I never knew about the Custer Institute. I, I never heard of it, you know. That, that's just fantastic. No, so, right, exactly. So that's why it's so nice to be able to work together to bring to our read- listeners, our readers on dance papers and our listeners on your wonderful show about what's happening in the Hamptons. And then, of course, I, I have to give a little plug to my girlfriend, uh, Stacy Solovey, because she has the Christmas tree farm in Kachog. And what a fanciful place that is. We put a picture of their whole crowd and their, their beautiful setting on our front cover. And I think, you know, that is one of the places that um, is a tree farm where you can cut out your own Christmas tree, cut wow. down your own Christmas tree. And, of course, she has Santa, and she has everything you could ever want to decorate your tree. And for those of us that celebrate Hanukkah, she promised me there are things for your Hanukkah bush. (laughs) If you want a Hanukkah bush, she has that, too. So it really is kind of one of you call one of those endless, um, wonderful opportunities, and that is in Kutchog also. The North Fork is really having many, many wonderful things to enjoy, and I think that, you know, having the two forks for us, we are on fire in the Hamptons East End, and I think there's nothing better than coming out and being able to enjoy it. So whatever the weather, whatever the day, there's something to do in the Hamptons, and I, I hope everyone's going to come out and, and share it. You know, I had um, the pleasure of seeing West Hampton Beach. They had a sip and stroll, Frank, where the, all the stores opened late, and you could go and shop, and a percentage of your purchases went to the West Hampton Performing Arts Center. Mm. So, you know, we talk about giving back. 
that's a great way to spend and to give back at the same time. So I encourage everybody to be able to do that kind of uh, shopping this holiday season. The stores are alive and well, and, you know, we are, there are many that welcome you with special free opportunities. And that's something that uh, at the Christmas tree farm in Kutchog you'll find there, too. So I think we have a lot to happen, happen. And I tell you, you know, at Dan's Papers, we have a new home on County Road 39, and we're right across from the Lobster Inn, and I have Dan sitting on a lobster. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, we, we are really holding the tradition down very carefully of being able to have you see and hear and be a part of the uh, beauty of the Hamptons. And I think that's what's a right away. So wherever you are on Long Island, you can come over to, whether it's close in West Hampton, and then even there's a town called Eastport. Did you ever hear of Eastport, Frank? Of course. That's uh, that's kind of the gateway to the uh, Hamptons over there. It's right before, part of it's in Brookhaven, and then it goes right into, uh, like, Rensenburg, Spionk. That's, so it's actually Eastport used to be an antique village. And there's a wonderful woman, Emily Weiss, who has a shop be- beyond the beaten path. And in her shop, I, I ventured in one day to buy some uh, postcards to send my kids. And I look and I said, my jaw dropped. Because you have to stand still, Frank, because every spot is covered with merchandise. Yeah. And she is herself a jewelry designer, so she's got showcases of beautiful jewelry. Then she has wonderful things for your home and beautiful things for yourself. So, you know, I want to welcome everybody to the Hamptons. Read dancepapers.com and find out for yourself the beauty of the Hamptons. Thanks, Frank. Incredible. Thank you, Vicki. And uh, to all of you, you've been listening to Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons and, and from the words and the voice of the great Vicki Schneps. And, uh, and we'll let you know what that 89th, Imagine that, 89 news outlets. Uh, we'll let you know. When I know, you'll know. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on uh, Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons with the great Vicki Schneps. And we'll be back right after this with more Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, William Stanford Davis is our very special guest, and he's he's a very talented man. He's got a resume a mile long, but uh, I'll tell you what, he is part of a great cast of a great show, and this is one of those shows people are going to be talking about for years if you're not watching it. Uh, you're making a huge mistake, and you could binge it pretty quickly because it hasn't been on that long. It's an award-winning show, Abbott Elementary, and he plays Mr. Johnson, and uh, he is absolutely terrific and uh, thrilled to have him. Uh, William, how are you? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, doing great. I, 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 good. I, I've got to believe when you first saw this and and you at first came across to you, I, I don't know. And again, it just—it's easy to say now because of how great it's come out. But I got to believe you were excited when you first uh, saw this come across. Um, is it hard to tell when you just see a script or you just hear a description? Did you know right off the bat that this would be a winner? I knew that the show would be a winner. We, when we read the, the uh, original script, the pilot script, uh, you know, we thought it was extremely special, but we didn't know it was going to, as the kids say, blow up like it's blown up. 
uh, I'm still in pinch myself mode personally. Uh, my character in the in the pilot, uh, some of the stuff they had to cut out, but you know he didn't have as much as as the as the teachers, let's say. And I was like, okay, this guy he might just be a recur. I didn't know it was going to turn into what it's turned into. And as I said, I'm still kind of pinching myself as I sit here and talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, what a what a role, what a character. And at this point, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of the show, right? So I can't imagine anybody but you. Uh, uh, playing him, and uh, it's oh, thank you. I, yeah. I, I mean, you've turned this into well. It's a great the 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 writing for the character is absolutely great, uh, but you you just you just come across just wonderfully, you know. And uh, and you're one of those. Uh, and I I I can say this because I've seen you in in other things, and and you're just terrific in everything that I see you in. But uh, oh, as you. far as this goes. Uh, you know, some people are going to uh, just think that's you, you know, especially young viewers watching it. And if, if they don't know you from other other shows, they're going to uh, they're going to say that's him. It's Mr. Johnson there. Uh, <laughs> do you see the the evolving of, of the character? Is it uh, is is he changing at all? And and again, you're privy to, you know, future scripts. Are you seeing yeah. any uh, any evolution in the character? Oh, yes. He's, he's evolving all the time. But like you said, there's the things I can't tell you about what's coming up. But you know he's he's a bit of an, an an enigma. He you think one day okay this is who this guy is and he'll show you a whole different color, a whole different thing about himself. One thing that he does, one through line about Mr. Johnson is that he cares about the school and he cares about the kids. He and and in his own way he cares about the teachers, but he has his own way of showing it. You know. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just, just absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, have you have you been reached out to a lot since the show? I mean, I I imagine a, a lot of your time is is tied up with Abbott Elementary, oh. but I I also have to believe that that everybody wants a piece of of you know now you like uh, you like the Beatles or something, right? I mean, people are, people are loving the show, loving the cast, uh, and I've got to believe. And again, this is somebody from the outside looking in, I've got to believe that there's a lot of outreach uh, to you about different roles. Uh, is that just my imagination? No, you're right. It, you know, it's opened up a lot, a lot of doors. Unfortunately, a lot of things I can't do right now because we're still shooting. But it's created other opportunities, and just uh, <clears throat> the outreach to, you know, the the general population. You know, uh, speaking to teachers groups and different things. So it's it's been it's it's just been an amazing ride. And you know, I'm just gonna ride it as the kids say until the wheels fall off. I'm, it's been such a uh, an amazing journey. Do you know? Uh... And and if I'm wrong on this, and and I, I should I should have thought about it before. You're gonna have to forgive me, but we're big into shorts. My myself, uh, my son, uh, and there is a short, and it had to do with her uh, Hurricane Katrina, like afterwards. And I think it's uh, uh, sorry Samantha or I'm sorry Samantha. Somebody said right. you directed. Do I have this right? Yeah, I that, directed that. That was yeah. that was absolutely. It's it's like ten minutes long, but it's it's absolutely wonderful. And uh, yeah, okay, I have that right. It's I'm sorry, Samantha. Right? So, sorry, Samantha. That's it. Correct. Yeah. yeah hey, just give us. I know that's not what you're here to talk about. Give us a little something on there because I thought it was so wonderfully done, and uh, yeah, it was it was the aftermath of Katrina and uh, just terrific, terrific short. It was, it was the aftermath of Katrina. Uh, we uh, it, it um, <clears throat> it's about. Uh, uh, a woman who lost her husband in Katrina, and we see her uh, 
and the reality of, of their relationship. And it's revealed at the end that she's actually talking to a ghost. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's like, I, I see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it has that type of theme. And it was a lot of fun to shoot the uh, young actors that were in it, uh, or friends of mine, they were really phenomenal. And the crew was a good crew. I think all these guys are working in, in major uh, studio work now. But it was, it, it's, oh, wow, it's been almost 10 years ago now. Yeah, it, it was a while ago. Yeah, I, I well, saw it not that not that long ago, but uh, the couple yeah. were great in it, just absolutely terrific. Yeah. And and yeah, uh, yeah and I, uh, you know, when I started getting into Abbott Elementary, my son said, "You know who? Uh, you know, Mr. Johnson. He directed that short that we saw. You know." And I was like, "Whoa!" We just pass around shorts to each other, and that was just wow. one of them. And it is terrific. Yeah. So congrats yeah. on that. I don't know if Thank you've you done so more, but uh, but please, I mean. Uh, uh, you know, if you don't do more, please. Oh, thank you so much. I, I've directed a lot of theater since then, but I haven't had an opportunity because, thank God, I've been working uh, yep. to do some directing. I'm hoping to once we wrap for the season. Uh, there's a couple of projects I'm hoping that we can uh, we can book and give me another opportunity. Yeah. Now, uh, please, uh, you know, we, we only have you for a little while here, William, but if there's anything else we should know about you or, or, or Abbott Elementary without spoiling, of course, if there's anything else you'd like to leave us with before you go, uh, please do so. And uh, anything that you think is important that we should know, uh, let us know before you go. We have a big Christmas episode coming up. That's all I can tell you about it. I can't tell you anything about it. Uh, and I have a... Uh, um, some some uh, a couple other things I can't uh, mention because you know actors don't want to jinx things. I have a couple yep. of film opportunities coming up uh, once we wrap for the season, but um, I'm just enjoying this ride right now and just taking it one day at a time. Our Christmas episode comes on uh, next Wednesday, and I hope people enjoy it. I hope everyone uh, loves the show, and we want to thank the public for uh, just embracing this show, man. Our cast and crew. We've just been having a great time, and we want to, you know, give a shout-out to people and, and tell them how much we love them. Well, listen, congrats on, on everything. I mean, you've put together a really nice career, and, boy, what, what, a, uh, what a job you've done with Mr. Johnson and everybody on that. The casting the casting folks did a great job getting all of you guys in the right place. Boy, that was terrific. And congrats on I'm Sorry, Samantha. I hope more people that are listening now will, will check it out and check it out online if they can find it there. Uh, can you give us a website or a social media site? Do you have anything like that, William? I'm at William Stanford Davis uh, on uh, uh, on Instagram, uh, uh, William Stanford Davis on FaceTime. I mean, sorry, on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, W. Stan Davis on, on Twitter. Well, listen, congrats on everything. Thank you very much for being here. William Stanford Davis has been our very special guest. And, um, yeah, terrific show, Abbott Elementary. If you're not watching it, you should. Uh, you know, we've had, had a bunch of the people from that show on uh, on here. He, play, he plays Mr. Johnson, and he's, uh, yeah, he's a character. Um and uh, you know he's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think in the first episode, uh, they said, "God, we're leaving the kids with somebody who voted for Kanye," and that was him that they were talking about. And uh, well, I mean, honestly, he's. Uh, you could imagine. <laughs> you could imagine what the 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 role is, but he's. Uh, yeah, it, I think they're going to give him more and more. Um, 
uh, to do on on that show. And you know, hopefully, it doesn't jump the shark because right now it's great, absolutely terrific. Yeah, we've had Lisa Ann Walter on the show, and she plays Melissa. Um, uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph, we've had on the show, and um, who's the other guy? Chris, Chris Profetti, uh, we've had him on. Uh, you know, now now William uh, William Stanford Davis. So we've had a lot of the folks uh, from Abbott Elementary on, and they're yeah they're becoming like rock stars. You know, it is the Emmys kind of launched them. Uh, I I know they were getting you know decent ratings before that, but it was. Um, uh, it, it really took off after that, and then what was it? Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel did something. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I assume he regrets it at this point. Um, but uh, he did something where uh, he laid down or or, or something during um, during the acceptance uh, of of uh, uh, Quinta Bronson, and she's terrific. She's created all of this, and she plays Janine Teague's the um the the star of the show and she's uh, she's she, you know she's uh she's great uh, she, they're i'm telling you they're all uh they they're all well casted and uh you know frank mckay signing off william stamford davis has been our very special guest he plays mr johnson on abbott elementary check it out if you're not watching it it's a mistake it's very good easy to binge i think there's only maybe there's only 20 episodes something like that so it's real easy to go through um frank mckay signing off we'll see you next time on breaking it down he's breaking it down so you don't have to this is breaking it down with frank mckay on 1071 wlirfm hampton bays This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.